you move to a new place, your spouse deploys, you start making friends, you get to go hang out, you get to do all these fun things, but there's a little voice of guilt in the back of your head for doing all these fun things without your spouse. So how do you combat those feelings during a deployment? And that is what we are going to talk about today. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to Call to Marriage. A big hello to any first-time listeners. Y'all, this community has grown so much in this last week, and I am just so excited and so stoked. We've had over 100 new friends join this community, join this group, and that is just so stinking exciting. So with that, a big hello to anyone who is brand new listening, a big hello to those who have been listening and are plugged in and are in it with this community. I am just so stoked to be on this ride with all of y'all. So with that being said, today's episode is something that I've been struggling a little bit with. I think the more I make friends and the more I socialize at our new duty station, the more I feel this, you know, in the back of my mind guilt over the fact that I'm having fun without my spouse. And I didn't think I'd ever struggle with that. I'm a pretty independent person. I was an independent person before I met my spouse. And, you know, I could, even when we were dating, I could go out and have a girl's night and totally not think about it. And I think part of it now is, I mean, when we're married, and so it's supposed to be that whole two become one and you do things together. But also with this deployment and with COVID and everything, a lot of deployments, they're not allowed to leave their area. They're kind of quote unquote in, you know, military isolation of really only being confined and allowed to exist in a small space. And so here I am, you know, being wary of COVID and being smart and being safe, going, you know, to a, a brewery with some girlfriends and having a beer and, and drinking and and laughing and having all this fun. And there he is stuck. And so I think a lot of that guilt comes from the fact that he can't do anything. But I think it also stems from the fact that I'm struggling with identifying as my own person now since I've become a military spouse. And I think saying it out loud, it sounds crazy, but before I got married, I was, and before I met my spouse, I was so sure and so set on a specific pathway. I was career driven and I still am, but even more so before I met my spouse, I was going to do these things I was going to take the world, you know, by storm and I was going to be independent and I was going to be me, myself and I for a while. That was my plan. God has a funny way of flipping plans on their butts. But long story short, I met my spouse and then I jumped into this military spouse role so quickly that I felt like I had to adapt to this role 
and just dive in and just be a military spouse, which I think, you know, a lot of people do and there's nothing wrong with that. But as I just absorbed and decided I'm going to be at this military spouse and dive into this military spouse life, I lost a bit of my individuality. I lost a bit of myself because I was so focused on being this perfect spouse for him. And so when he left for deployment, the person that I did everything with, the person that I would go on adventures with, the person I would hang out with and check out new spots with was suddenly gone. And I was trying to still be independent, but then at the same time, I had put my part of my identity into my spouse. And so here I am doing these things without part of my identity. And to say that the guilt isn't real would be a lie. And there's nothing wrong, I I think, with feeling this a little bit of guilt, but it's also not healthy. And so how do I separate, you know, I the two become one part of my brain with the need for my own identity and my own sense of community? How do I spread that out and be my own person while still being a military spouse? And so that is really what I want to get into and what I want to talk through and think through because I think that is just such a huge thing, still being my own person and being a spouse at the same time. So thinking on how to separate that out and f- be okay with feeling the guilt, because I think it's, it's always important to like acknowledge the feelings you're feeling, right? Like it's always good to address them and then figure out a path to help mediate them and then move past them. And so I think, you know, addressing them and saying like, hey, I feel this type of way for doing these things. And then also just reminding yourself that it's important for you to have community. It's important for you to develop a persona, a personality, a a being, a life outside of your spouse. And that's not to say that you should be totally separated from your spouse and they're going to do their own thing and you're going to do your own thing because that it totally defeats the purpose of marriage, right? Like it's two people coming together to be a unit, to be a team, but a team is still made up of two people. It's not made up of one person. It's two people. Each who have their own skills, their own personalities to bring to the table. And so recognizing that you are your own person and admitting to yourself that it's okay to be your own person, I think was one of the biggest things for me to start to get past kind of that guilt of I'm having fun without my spouse. Is that okay? And realizing like, yeah, it is okay. I'm allowed to have fun. I am allowed to make friends. I am allowed to be my own person. And that's just how it is. That's normal. That's what it's supposed to be. My spouse is in his confined environment, still having fun, still doing things. And he doesn't feel guilty about that because he knows that I'm experiencing life on my own as well, you know, when he's deployed. And so admitting to myself that it's okay to have fun. It's okay to be my own person. Two, I think understanding that talking to my spouse about it has also really helped me because it's one, I think, been something that we can talk about, about what it what it looks like to be your own person and still be in a unit, but also have that conversation of just when I go and do these things, like 
does that make you feel like you're missing out? Is there something that you and I can do during the day or something like we can set aside an hour a day to do a certain thing together long distance to make each other feel included in each other's lives so that we don't feel guilty if we're doing our own thing because we've had a moment of inclusivity between the two of us. So for us, we, you know, we talk every day and luckily we have the opportunity. I know not every deployment is like that, but we do. We talk every day. We set aside for each other every day. We fill each other in on our day. So it feels like we're participating in each other's lives from a distance. And that helps lessen that guilt because I don't feel like I'm not including him in my life. I don't feel like I'm excluding him from my daily routine or my daily activities. I'm still including him in that, but I'm also able to kind of take a step back and do my own thing at the same time. And then three, I think it's important to have a group of women around you who are also going through the same things that you're going through so that you can experience that together. A lot of time that guilt, we kind of suffer with it in silence individually by ourselves. And it's nice to have other women around us who may be feeling that way too. And you all can sort of work through that together and do that community, be that community for each other. And that is just so, so special. And I'm learning now as I meet more spouses whose, you know, whose significant other is deployed and and meet spouses who are in the same boat as me and, and seasoned spouses and just spouses learning the ropes of, you know, military life is that there is always kind of a little bit of guilt associated with having fun without your spouse because they're your spouse and they're gone and you miss them and you want to do things with them and not being able to is tough. And it's normal. And that's such an important word to use is that it is normal to feel those things, but it is not normal to allow those feelings to hold you back from doing things that you like or things that are fun. And I'm not saying, you know, like, go out on the town and and have a rager and, you know, do whatever and live without moral. Obviously not. But it's important to go out and do things that bring you joy in a period of time where that's tough. It's hard when a spouse deploys. I find myself just having an aching in my heart from missing my spouse. And it's been so important for me to go out and find things that bring me joy and find things that fill me with that sense of joy to to help ease that ache, to help me not think about how far away he is for a second, to help me just enjoy, you know, the, where I'm at in life for a minute. And I think that is just so so important. And so I think if there was any major takeaway from this conversation, and I appreciate you all letting me be very, very candid, because this is something that I have struggled with for the past two months is feeling okay with having fun without my spouse, feeling okay with going off and doing my own thing and not doing things with him. And just knowing that it's normal to feel a little bit of guilt And it's normal to feel a little bit of sadness knowing that they're not able to do those things with you. Like for me, this holiday time has been just exceptionally difficult because I do have so many little traditions that I want to start with our family. And, and, you know, he's talked about doing certain things and 
the fact that we can't do them this year and, and you can't build that. And, you know, this is our, our first year of marriage and we're spending Thanksgiving apart and Christmas apart. And that sucks. And I, I feel sad knowing that he's going to miss out on these things with his family and he's going to miss out on this with us and, and this time, but also reminding myself that it's not fair to myself to withhold joy from myself because my significant other is not going to be able to experience the same things that I'm experiencing. And I know that he wouldn't want me to be sad or withhold joy from myself because I'm not able to experience things with him there. And so just reminding myself that it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel bad that your spouse is being left out, but then reminding yourself that it's important for you to feel joy too in this time, especially with the sadness that comes with a spouse being deployed, it is important to find joy in what you can and to give yourself that moment of distraction from, from them not being with you because they, they're always going to be with you in spirit. They're always going to be with you, you know, either a text or a phone call or a letter. You have them with you and that bond is ever present and so, so special and so strong regardless if they're deployed, but you should still allow yourself to feel that joy and be okay with feeling joy because your significant other would want you to feel that joy too. And so if nothing else, I hope that this sort of really candid conversation, open conversation helps you feel um, better about those emotions that you're feeling. I know just kind of talking it out myself, I feel a little better just thinking out loud about what I'm going through. And Um, I feel like sometimes this podcast is a little bit of my own talk therapy and just thinking through things and feelings that I'm going through now with this first deployment and joining this crazy life that is a military wife. And so I would love to hear from you if you are also experiencing these same emotions. If you are also struggling with this, I would love to reach out and just sort of hold your hand through this. We have an email. It's ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out. I love responding to everyone that emails and just sharing, you know, stories and just kind of laughing and crying through it all. I get it. We are a community here. That is what this is for, is to build each other up and help make each other stronger. So again, that email is ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. I am so excited for the next weeks coming up. I'll probably take a little break for the holidays, but I have some awesome spouse conversations coming up. I have some seasoned spouses that I will be interviewing on the podcast to talk from everything to FRG involvement to having a baby and then your spouse deploys and what it's like to come into this life, you know, being a civilian first, military second and what that looks like. And I am just so stoked for this community to keep building, for our community to just grow and thrive. And so thank you all so much for spending some time with me this evening. And I will talk to you all later. Bye.